This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Ponder Nerdcast. This is episode 81. Ah, yay! Now we're old and crotchety. We're old and crotchety now. That means we're way past our ARP age. And we're just like, you know, we'll get to 100 at some point. We're just going to die soon. That's all that means. We're just going to die soon. (laughs) The nation of old people is coming. If you watch, if you've you've ever seen Death Race, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's going to happen. We're we're like old guys sitting in a nursing home at this point. Like, like, just waiting for our sponge baths. (laughs) from the the underpaid nurse (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) all right here with me tonight is nate Rowe. yo and joining alongside me is lance john all right what's going on people are sick or couldn't make it or you know well they got work so (laughs) well also we are starting a new time so we're starting a new recording day and it's a little schedules are hectic so hopefully we'll be back to normal soon Life, life, life goes. Life comes at you fast, as they say. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get started with some uh, stuff here in the tech world. So, um, I, I don't want to say it's uh, like so. There've been like a slew, well, not a slew, but there's been this one app that came out recently called Sahara Ha, or however you pronounce it, that lets you anonymously send people messages and stuff like that so and it's really really popular um you know uh in the app stores and everything like that so along camp comes another app called tbh which is short for to be honest and what this lets you do is it lets you rate your friends or i should say no review your friends so you can say things um anonymously about your friends (laughs) i'm like which is kind of weird because it's like well you need to have like a friends and then they will say something about you but they would like tell you certain things um for instance like in an article they say like a girl thinks you're the future uh, uh, a future manager of a yoga studio that's about it it sounds really harmless and it sounds really like oh this is cute and everything but we all know this is just another app to make to make sure that you're a shit bag yeah, it, it's, it's so dumb. I, I don't even know where to start with this. It's basically, first of all, you have to have the inclination to actually make an account with this site and then receive the messages. So right. just from that standpoint, you might as well say that you are setting yourself up for like a Comedy Central roast because mm-hmm. the, like, there's no good going to come of this, okay? People are not going to use this site to just drop nice things like hey i saw that shirt you were wearing yesterday it's an awesome shirt you're never gonna fucking get that one it's gonna be (laughs) an anonymous hey this dude's a fucking douchebag because of some petty argument you just had with your friend which is it's just retarded like yeah i i have no sympathy for this type of stuff because people let it happen you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, a, like I said, uh, it's not even forget the troll bags who are going to troll on it oh my because God. that's that's just going to happen, right? It's the it's, internet. We have the internet, right? It's yeah. These dummies who actually make an account using this type of site, thinking 
anything but bad is going to come from it. Like, I have no sympathy for you. We should weed you out of the human evolution pool because uh, that's it's just stupidity. It's just dumb. It's just plain dumb. <laughs> yeah. So. And it, it's like I, I'm looking like so here's the thing is it's definitely going to be used for bullying because you uh you have to be at least 13 years old <laughs> which i uh, to sign up um so you know it's going to get really juvenile very quickly um it's That's only is available is is super right. young people who don't, who don't yeah. care. like and i think yeah. that's why we don't get it like like me and you yeah. we're in our 30s now we, we just we don't get it like we we're don't. like well, old man don't get it <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we're old but i, I yeah no, no, i just no. think this is past us like this Not is way into the whole you know like the age of privacy that a lot of people have said that's been dead for years now and this is just catering to that to the people who killed it to the people who killed privacy this is who it caters to people who just like that's the norm to a teenager is hearing what everybody has to say whenever they want to say it anonymously like that's a rough world to live in as as mm-hmm. a as a young person man seriously like just to, i'm not gonna get all philosophical but that's got to be a young uh, it, when we were in school well back in the day when we were young tykes and in elementary or middle school or shit the mm-hmm. worst that we heard was stuff on the bus and or school like that was like pretty much <laughs> the extent of right. people being able to say or bully people right and now that same kid who would ha- just have to have dealt with bullies on the school bus or at school or wherever you know these bullies lurk um now they're just fucking everywhere now now the bully has unlimited access to mm-hmm. the internet and anonymous messaging and it's just like, oh, man, it's got to be rough. It's got to be rough for that to at least not stop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just got to be rough. So fuck sites like this. It's stupid. It's nothing but invasive. It's perverse. Like, uh, I know that the people making this site would probably probably try to back up their work and say, oh, no, it's not meant for that. It's meant for that. And it's like, dude, you know what's sure. going to be used for. You <laughs> sure. Know what I mean? Like, you know what yeah. it's going to be used for. That'd be like it, if you opened up a hotel saying, it's it's just for people who want to take two-hour naps. That's all it's for. That, that's why we sell the rooms by two hours. No. Right. Every hooker within a fucking five-mile radius is going to start using your hotel, and that's who you're opening it up for. You know what I'm saying? So don't fucking try to be coy with shit. Like, it's just wrong. It's just stupid, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I mean, right now, the uh, the app is only available for iOS and only, like, in select markets, um, you know, that they have so it's not like widely available so i hope it doesn't become popular I, I don't like to say that about people who you know i'm sure they believe they pull a lot of hard work into this other thing and everything like that but uh, i'm i'm with you nate i'm I'm not for this i you know we're not just being or we're, it's not out of our demographic or whatever it's just it just it just seems it's gonna be a bad thing <laughs> it's like no matter what no matter how you try to slice it you know, so eh, whatever. That's the app. To be honest, check it out. I guess if you're TB- in the market. That's another thing. Fuck that shit, man. It's <laughs> it's called TBH, and people they they don't even capitalize it. Like they <laughs> they leave right. the letters uncapitalized, uncapitalized as to be this internet slang 
we're going to be hip and cool and call it TBH because that's what people say. But when they're about to say yeah. something um, real, TBH, part of the marketing. <laughs> TBH, I don't like the way you acted yesterday. Like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, no, like, I, stop with the, the just. All, I don't everything know about I this. I hate. I just hate everything about this. <laughs> I hope I never meet anyone who speaks to me in acronyms. <laughs> oh like, my god, dude! I mean, like, like well, everybody uses acronyms from time to time. Like uh, that's yeah. not a you know that's not a, that's not a big deal. But to base your company on it, like, come on, seriously, no fucking class there. I mean, good, yeah, good job on you for trying to, yeah, like whoever you're trying to promote to. But Jesus, it's just stupid. I'm sure they don't care what we think anyway. I'm sure there's plenty of users that will still use it and, and all that type of stuff. But mm. what the fuck, man? Just come on with that shit. <sighs> anyway. We shall see. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> uh, moving on to some more um, news. I, I guess this kind of falls in the tech news um, area because um, it does affect a big, big company that... We've had around since, I don't know, the 70s, maybe longer. Um, so uh, Toys R Us has filed for bankruptcy, Chapter 11. Um, I, before we go any further, we should probably explain what Chapter 11 means for a company. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going out of business. It just means that they have a huge debt and they, and can't, they can't really pay it. So it's kind of like wiping the slate clean to start over. Kinda. With creditors, it, it, to right. the, yeah, but but that they'll never be the same company that they were. Like if their right. stores, I, I read some something somewhere where they did say that just because they're filing bankruptcy, that the stores are not planning on closing. But right. I guarantee you that there will be staff cuts. I guarantee oh. you there will yep. be uh, new. Um, yeah, it's just, it's not great for the for the toy store giant, yeah. and it's really it's not. Going like, to, like if I were an investor, or even if I worked there, I would get out now because it's just gonna shit. It's gonna be a shit show going forward because well, they're you know. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, see, it's just how times have changed, man. I think toy stores are just the next line of victims and have been in that line of victims like bookstores or like mm. blockbusters or um, that's that's kind of why I threw that into the tech, the, the this this whole topic into the tech right, category because yeah. it's online competitors that's really crushing them. Um, yeah, Amazon. When, yeah, <laughs> when, when when a parent can you know buy a a toy on amazon.com and have it shipped to the house without having to take their kid to the toy store it's just yeah. a different age like back mm -hmm. in the day when we were kids going to toys r us was a fucking it was an adventure man like you didn't yeah. know you you just as a kid when you walked into toys r us when toy stores were a big thing and you walked into toys r us your eyes lit up like you just walked into fucking disneyland because we all we all knew which section we were about to go to like the like to toys r us was the thing where it was like Oh man, I, I I just as a kid, that's why this kind of hurts so bad. Because like as a kid, I was one of those kids with like the Christmas catalog. Like I waited for that Toys R Us toys catalog to come in the mail every Christmas mm -hmm. because I would like circle like twenty or thirty things <laughs> just give it to my parents. Like <laughs> here you go, you know. And of course, you never get that much. But I mean, you're just you're you're looking at the. I mean, it was a big deal, right? Like. It's like toys, an 
Exactly. <laughs> toys or toy stores and 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 stuff in general was just it was a fun thing to do. Um, and nowadays, like it's it's nothing but a hassle to the parents when they can just buy whatever their kid wants online, right? Have it yeah. shipped right to the house. There's an app for that. <laughs> they don't they don't have to take their kid to the store and feel pressured into buying. You know, that's how a lot of toy stores made their money back in the day. Was you know they get their their kids drag the parents into the toy store and then. <laughs> Instead of just getting that one toy that they wanted, you know, the, some kids were able to, to um, finagle yeah, one. finagle another toy out of that that purchase. You know what I mean? Whereas if the kid says, "I want this," and the dad within two minutes can go on Amazon, buy it, and have it be shipped to the house in less than two days, hey, it's on its way, bud. You're a hey, toy store eliminated. And while I think that's convenient and while I think that's where we're headed, obviously, and, and it's, it's making things easier for a lot of people, it just sucks, man. Cause it's, it's like Toys R Us has such a, has such a place in a lot of people our age's heart. You know what I mean? Because of the memories that we had as a kid going to Toys R Us and stuff. It just mm. sucks. It just sucks. Like I, I feel bad for, I feel bad. I feel bad for the company, even though I know there was a, probably a lot of shady cre- credit deals in there and, <laughs> and all that oh, shit. But uh, anyway, yeah. it's um, I <laughs> sad to say this. Maybe Amazon should just buy them to keep them open. <laughs> like, you know, you know, I wouldn't um, be surprised if that happened. I would not be yeah. surprised if if within a year or two we heard that Toys R Us was being bought by Amazon and Amazon's right. new toy section was a Amazon Toys R Us section. Like yeah. I would at least like the name to live on like that. Like I would Yeah, cuz it if, seems like that's where it's going. Cuz when you I, think about it, when you go into Toys R Us, their their buildings are made like warehouses. So, and that's what kind of what Amazon does anyway. It's just warehousing. So, it's like it kind of would make sense. Um Yeah. yeah I, don't, I, I guess I don't we'll know. see. Yeah, it's it, um, you know I just don't want the name to die like Blockbuster did. Like you, you look at a thirteen-year-old right now and ask them dude. what Blockbuster was, they'd be like, "What?" You know, but you say <laughs> Toys R Us, and that's still kind of a big name, like still a little, at least a little bit. And anyway, just to see that name die is would just be horrible. You know what I mean? Just uh, the other day, I I went and like uh, I wanted to. What did I want to get? I wanted to get some cables for uh, a new monitor. Well, a monitor that I was going to purchase. And I was like, oh, there's a Raider Shack by my house. I go over there. They're like, oh, no, we're not Raider Shack anymore. <laughs> we're just gone. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, we, we stopped selling shit. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, in fairness, in fairness. The first word in that name is radio, and who the fuck uses yeah. radio anymore? Like, hence why we do this podcast because right. podcasts are the thing, and and online listening is the thing, and um, radio work. Unfortunately, I don't know. Anyway, it's just radio shit. Like, I yeah, yeah. So, like whether it's Radio Shack, Circuit City, um, you talk about old old appliance companies that used to be around that just kind of faded out to all the new shit. Um, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just a new day and age we live in, but I just honestly never thought we'd, we'd have a day without actual toy stores. And when you see a giant, like toys R us filing for bankruptcy, um, that sends yeah. a fucking message that those days are just over and that it's yeah. just, it it's hurts your heart a yeah, it, like it yeah. hurts your heart a little bit. You're like, oh my god, that used to be so cool. Why, like now I understand what 
older, older, older folks why they're so bitter. Because <laughs> it's just like all the cool shit they thought was cool is now replaced by dumb shit. And yeah, anyway. Yeah. I remember when salesmen actually had to sell shit to me. <laughs> Come to my door. <laughs> I work hard as fuck selling trampolines door to door. Thank you very much. <laughs> going to be a thing. But I would say, uh, check out um, if you go to the Toys R Us website and you click the About Us section, they have a really nice timeline. If you want to go through the history of Toys R Us, which I think they're like what 150 years old or something like that. Um, actually, um, I think I think they're not. No, I think they actually started they in like ni- 1949, I believe. 1949. Okay, so yeah. they're not. So they're, they're, yeah, they're less than 100 years old, but it's still a company that became so well fucking known, um, at least across the U.S. I'm not sure how they do internationally. I really don't. But mm-hmm. um, at least in the U.S., Toys R Us became a household name um, for toy stores. And it's just a giant, man. It's it's a historical giant. It's just hard to see it go. It's It mm-hmm. really is. It sucks. Yeah. So February. Yep, they're right. February 1948. Charles Lazarus. Oh, was years. it 48? Okay, it was 48. Yeah. I knew it was 40-something. but anyway. um, Yeah. So he, he started this whole thing when he was 25 years old. I was like, oh, pretty cool. So uh, good luck, Toys R Us. Um, we'll see where it lands, man. Um, let's see how that all works out. Um, next up here is some film news. Um, now, I didn't know this was going to be a thing. I thought they were done with <laughs> all, um, you know, any sort of attempt to make a live action Tomb Raider, um, like the movies and stuff like that. So a trailer dropped and I'm like, what <laughs> was like, so it's, um, it's starring people. I, I think I've seen a few times. It actually kind of looks just like, um, the video game, the, the the recent video games that's kind of had like a resurgence with this movie, uh, with the game. Yeah. And uh, it, yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna clarify that this is a Tomb Raider based on the new games, right? Not the old games. Whereas, uh, what's her name, uh, Angelina Jolie played a Tomb Raider for the old games when, Tomb, you know, she was just a badass chick with fucking suspenders and two. You know, right. 40, 45 Colt. You know, like, right, like she exactly. was just running around blowing people away, taking names. Um, this one, you know, the newer games, if you're not familiar with them, are very much a darker, grittier, as far as uh, more real. They try to be more realistic, realistic as this yeah. chick who is who is for the first time experiencing all the she's like she's like the new indiana jones but just in dealing if if indiana jones was dealing with the cartel and actual people that was shooting at him to kill him um and like the from what they've shown of the teaser for this new one it looks cool though i will say i don't know much about bow shooting but she acted like she didn't had never held a bow in her life when in that teaser like the way she's pulling it back she's got like three fingers and she was gonna like pull it pull it back and i was like uh, i don't know maybe maybe that's how archery is done and i'm the dumbass but i, I don't know it, it just looked 
it looked like she had never held a bow in her life in the teaser. But anyway, yeah, this is totally based on the newer games. Supposed to be darker, grittier. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike Angelina Jolie's Tomb Raider, who's always in 100% makeup, this chick will probably have blood on her most of the time and dirt. And uh, her clothes right. will probably be all ripped up. I mean, like, this is a darker, grittier Tomb Raider. So, yeah. Even the um, poster for it looks like it kind of looks like the video game too, um, but it's based off the 2013 um, video game that they're doing, and the movie will drop next year. They say uh, around March, I believe, or something like that. But the trailer is out there now. If you want to check it out, just look for Tomb Raider movie trailer. Um, well, I think it's just called yeah, just hashtag Tomb Raider and then you'll find it on Twitter somewhere but we'll also have in our show notes when you watch as well yeah and and one thing I will say about it that I did like minus her archery skills is that uh, in the new games one of the big aspects to it is these horrible deaths that come to bad traps or uh, like some of the deaths on (laughs) this new game are just brutal uh, just for instance Just just for instance, there are two that I can think of off the top of my head. One is there is a scene where just, like I said, just like Indiana Jones, she's trying to outrun this boulder that is chasing her. And you can literally be crushed by this boulder. And it does not, like, I mean, you hear her screaming. You see the boulder crush her. It's horrible. Um, there is another one where... Um, she, she, a big part of the game is like, there are these, these wires that you can kind of like, um, oh, what's the fucking word for it? Where, where you repel <laughs> there oh, yeah. these, like, these wires that you can like repel to other sides of, of forts and trees and stuff. And there mm-hmm. was one where like, she ran into this spike and got impaled through her chin and, like yeah. the spike just comes out the back of her head and I was like Jesus so all that being said in this new teaser trailer the the teaser I'm sorry um mm. we see her like jumping over these like moving spike rail things and like one of them goes right over her head and she's like looking at it like holy shit that's close you know um and i think that's really in that aspect i think they're probably going to definitely try to nail the um yeah it was um, really bloody realistic yeah the 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 you know traps specifically i think they're probably going to make a note of the traps and i would be amiss if I did not say that I think we were going to see quite a handful of bad guys probably die to these nasty, gory traps. Because that's yeah. what people like from the game, and obviously you cannot kill your main character mid-movie, right, so exactly. we're going to see a bunch of bad, bad guys get bad, bad deaths. Like, Yeah, <laughs> there, there, yeah there, there's no rating for the for the movie yet, but I'm, I hope it's oh, rated it'll R. Be R. It'll be R. <laughs> I, I, I would put money. If it's, on, if it's anything less than R, I would say don't go see it. Because it just won't be. Yeah, then it just it's just gonna be like a, a cutesy Indiana Jones esque yeah. movie without actual blood or gore. Um, it, the star in this is Alicia um, Alicia Vic Vigenda. I can't. I'm not even gonna pronounce her last name, but she is the um, star from Ex Machina, the the recent one. If you um check, if you've seen that movie, then you know who I'm talking about. To uh, her credit, she has extreme resemblance to the newer Tomb Raider girl. She does. 
She looks yeah, a lot she, like her. Yeah, she does. She, she they. Yeah. I, I don't think they could have found somebody better um, as far as how she initially looks. So yeah, um, so yeah. Uh, that's pretty good casting choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see when that comes out next year. Indeed. Yep. I'm um, on to some more stuff here. So um, it came out and it decided to. Well, I wouldn't say decided to. It you know big box office. Um, you know. This is a rated R film. It's very. Uh, I recently saw it. I didn't think it was very. And if scary. you think he's leaving out the name, no, like no, that's maybe, the name. It's called yeah. It. <laughs> just, just for clarification, because the way you said it, you were like, yeah, it came out this this week, and or, you know, and it was just like, yeah, okay. So just to be clear, the name of the movie is it. It's a Stephen it. King film about the clowns. I'm sure you've seen previews, even if you have no idea what it is. What right. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, like I just it. wanted to clarify. Yeah. So the movie, it's you know, it's out. It's 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 destroying the box office right now, um, which is a record for our, a rated R movie. Um, it's it, I would say like you know, watching it, it's a pretty enjoyable film. And there's going to be a part two, which will come out in about two years, from what I understand. Um, and. Apparently, the director, I believe, um, it says that they're going to take like a really m- obscure character and make them more, they'll have a more pronounced role in part two, which I'm like, I don't know if that will work well, but sure, I guess. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I guess it makes sense because you're, you're going into part two, so why not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. I mean, personally, I know nothing about the movie because I don't, I don't really enjoy horror flicks. But mm. I would, uh, I would go so far as to say I would put money on it that Stranger Things paved the way for this movie to do so well. Yes, exactly, and that's the the entire time because the movie, because this particular movie is, is set in the eighties, like the mm-hmm. late eighties, mm-hmm. and the kids. It's like a ruder. They're, they're like the ruder version because there's a lot of cursing in this, <laughs> a lot of dick jokes because it's a bunch of boys. Yeah. Um, so it's like there's a there's a ruder version of the Stranger Thing, uh, Things cast in in a way. Um, they're not so you know I wouldn't I wouldn't call the Stranger Things cast wholesome, but they're 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 they appear to be wholesome compared to this cast of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's it's. Like you know, there, there's the whole mini series that happened in the '90s, which was terrible. But you know, I guess they had to do something about it. Um, and the funny thing is, it is not really it's not really a horror movie. It's actually a, an alien movie. It's just that it's presented in a horror like genre, which is like you know, if you read the book and everything like that. Um, Stranger Things or it? Or it? It yeah, because it, it, oh, okay. it it has always been like it's the been clowns an alien really? Pretty much yeah, the clowns is like a shape shifting alien. Um, but but they never really touched on that in the in the miniseries, and they didn't touch on that in the movie. I mean, but they kind of showed off something that was that wasn't in the uh, miniseries, but was in the book and stuff like that. I was like, okay, so I guess we're going down that road. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I, I mean, I just I really think the popularity of Stranger Things and that 80, 80s vibe shot very well. Um, mm. I think that carried over to the popularity of this movie. Not to say that this movie wouldn't have done well without Stranger Things. It, it possibly could have, but I think people were more accepting of it initially 
because of like the aesthetics of it because of Stranger Things because Stranger Things did so well on on capture really capturing that 80s feel um with their with their stuff yeah i think it really kind of paved the way for stuff like it you know and yeah for, for stuff like 80s it to do nostalgia well. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah i i can see a, probably a few more movies coming out um centering around like kids you know 70s 80s and whatnot well uh, the problem is yeah as soon as Ooh. i mean you know it- you, you know the the market man as soon as something gets as soon as something is cool people mm-hmm. will kill it like people will do it well, until it is just killed and so i'm i'm hoping we can get another season or two out of stranger things before the genre before it's that, saturated <laughs> yeah that retro 80s feel is just like oh my god i can't look at this shit anymore you know what i mean like, yeah so well i i mean i'm personally i'm kind of i'm holding out for the goonies you know like a goonies remake <laughs> but i want it to be a little bit more you know People would be uh, up in arms bro i think goonies is one of those movies that it's like <laughs> yeah if somebody did it oh man it, it'd be like yeah nah dude i think that's just one of the like there are some movies that personally and i've been saying this for years man I think they should do a remake of The Princess Bride. And anytime I say that to a fan of the movie, I immediately get just bombarded with, why would you do that? No, it's a freaking classic. You leave it alone. Why? No, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, I think it could be handled well. I think if it was done right, it could be awesome. It's like The Princess Bride was supposed to be a comedy. I'm not saying I want somebody to turn it into some dark, gritty, fucking you oh, know, God, oh, Game of Thrones <laughs> type shit. No. Like, keep it lighthearted. Keep it funny. Keep it all that. But anyway, the, the point I'm trying to make is that, yeah, like, I, I get it why some people don't. Yeah, but not Goonies. That's one of the classics, man. That's one of the ones that, like everybody mentions even to today about in certain situations and uh you you redo that one and oh man i feel like i i just feel bad for if any director tried to take that on or or screenwriter whoever's involved with the project behind the scenes i feel for you guys because you, you guys would have a hard task to keep uh, people happy you know you know someone is talking about it right now you know it's been discussed. Oh, I'm somewhere. sure. It's been, I'm sure it's been discussed. Anything that we say, executives have probably said and forgot. You know, already. yeah, you know, someone has a script just ready for this. But, but it's well, it's just like burn it. Go go. If you're that guy, burn it. Fucking yeah. burn it. Don't no. Like don't touch it. It's just one of those movies that yeah. It's just one of the classics, man. You just don't fuck with the classics. Yeah. I think we can make a whole list of like movies you don't fuck with. And I think that would be <laughs> on there. Me. Yeah, there, there would be yeah. there would be quite a few movies on there, but like, yeah, <laughs> I can think of a few uh, '80s, '90s movies. I can think that that should be remade because <laughs> it was terrible back then. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. But for sure. you know, I, I don't know if they would actually do it or not, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, it the movie is out, so go check it out. Uh, if you're easily scared, you'll be scared. If not, you'll probably laugh like I did. But, you know, it's a fun movie. So, you know, people like it. Uh, moving on to our um, last piece of uh, film news here. So, Nalcros is, you know, is a big hit for Netflix. And um, everybody loved the show for its look. It's, you know, a lot of people say it's very authentic looking like, you know, where they shoot the um, 
uh, where they shoot their different uh, episodes and their scenes and stuff like that. I think they try to be as authentic as possible uh, when it comes to the show because it's kind of a bit of a history, <laughs> you know, of one of the most notorious drug lords in the in the in their history. Um, and when you do these sort of things, that means you have to scout locations. You know, so that means somebody has to go out ahead of time because I have a buddy who works in film and he tells me like he's he's told to do this sometimes. Like he has to go ahead like a week ahead and like check out a location and then report back. But <laughs> so, yes, you want to take this one away because I want to give away the headline real quick here. <laughs> so basically, so basically what happened was if, if you're familiar with the show Narcos, if uh, it, it's about the first two seasons are about Pablo Escobar's uh, reign in Colombia, the Medellin cartel. Um, and then the third season was about the Cali cartel. Um, and, uh, which was one of the last big cartels coming out of Colombia. And the fourth season that is that they are obviously looking for locations for just to shoot and stuff. Um, they are going to be in Mexico focusing on the Jorge cartel. I believe that's how it's said. Anyway. Um, so all that said, this guy, Carlos Munez, was down there. Um, this this guy is has done stuff for Fast and Furious, Sicario. Um, this guy's been in the game long enough that he was uh, he, he he looked for stuff for Apocalypse. Or was it Apocalypto or Apocalypse? Now I can't remember. It's one of those mm-hmm. it, it, one one of those big name movies. He 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 went out and was was a scout for them too. Um, the guy had been around for a while. So he was found dead in his car, um, and it was in a uh, it was in a location that was abandoned. Um, yeah, it was in right, a part. Out. Yeah, it was in a part of Mexico that has the highest murder rate in Mexico. So yeah. <laughs> a, I don't feel. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I mean, it's horrible what happened to the guy. You know what I mean? But you're taking those chances going. And what I really found interesting about this story, okay, and this came out today, this came out mm-hmm. today, um, is that the real narcos, the real nar- uh, narco traffickers are aware of the show Narcos. Right. Pablo's es- Pablo Escobar's brother went on record as to telling Netflix that they should hire hitmen <laughs> to be... <laughs> security for these filming teams and if you need hitman people that are ready to die like netflix doesn't have narco money okay netflix has money don't get me wrong netflix has money but i don't think netflix has narco money where they can pay these guys to seriously like put their life on the line for some movie or show being shot um but this is this is real shit. Pablo Escobar's real brother told Netflix today, "You need to hire hitmen for your for your filming crew, otherwise they will not be safe." Um, he goes on to even say, and I don't know how true this is. Uh, this could be trumped up by every news site or whatever. I don't know how involved Pablo Escobar's brother is in the narco trafficking world, but I will say. That he says in this interview, at least, that this is my country, and if you want my blessing to come shoot here, you need to you, you need to uh, like 
basically he was saying you need to ask me before you come just shooting here because this is my country so the the show narcos they're having a hard time right now they were talking about well maybe we won't shoot in mexico maybe we'll move it back to colombia and just shoot um parts of colombia that look closer to mexico in style or or into agriculture or however they're going to shoot it um but they might not even have that option now if if like this is a clear indication that whoever is like i i don't know it's almost like a ripple in the show right because like in every one of these gangster shows that you see something happens there's an inciting incident that starts the shit storm right mm-hmm. there's an inciting incident incident that that starts the snowball into a bad effect for this for whoever it is and i think the killing of this scout location guy was that fucking catalyst like there were there are probably people who are parts of different government organizations on the phone as soon as they heard about this shit using this as ammo to officially try to do something um because it's just crazy man to have this guy this guy who works for a tv show narcos murdered by narcotic traffickers or at least suspected to be murdered by narcotic traffickers um like holy shit you you can't write that you know what i mean and then to have pablo escobar's brother the guy who the first two fucking seasons of narcos is about (laughs) call netflix whoever he called at netflix and tell them they need to hire fucking hitmen for this show real hitmen for this show it's like okay okay so th- this is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. <laughs> this is you are now meddling. I don't think Netflix can take on the cartels of the world. Like I don't think that's possible. You know what that's, I mean? That's so, not happening. Um, <laughs> like, this. I doubt that. I doubt any insurance company because you know, regardless of how this, I'm, I'm really sorry for this guy and his family and everything like that. The guy was 71 years old. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's they don't know why he was killed. They just know that he was killed. But it's like, exactly. but you know, shooting a show is still a business, and I highly doubt this type of news will bode well for people who are given money to shoot these things. Like they're probably gonna demand, like, no, you're gonna go just make a set somewhere and make it look like the area, mm-hmm. because it's like when people are being killed just for scouting, they're not even there. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know what I'm saying, it's like. He just went to look at the place, and he's getting killed for that? Nah. I, I, it's, well, it's, I mean, it, again, that probably just goes to show that these people knew who he was coming in. Right. These people knew, which just goes to show how much the cartel would probably know. Like, again, you cannot write this shit. Like, yeah. it, it, it's real stuff. It's real. That shit really happens where the narcos have information and shit like that. And of course, we don't know. Like, technically, we don't necessarily know. He could have been killed over a barroom dispute and, yeah. and nobody fucking knew. And he was stashed in a fucking trunk. And it's the highest. Where he was was the highest murder capital of Mexico, to my understanding, from what I'm understanding from the articles and stuff. Um, so. He was killed in a in a super bad place anyway. So a he was probably there under he he knew what he was getting into going to this place probably, um, but still it's like that's a little too. 
coincidental. Um, even if it was a random thing and he was killed for no, it had nothing to do with the show. It had no, let's just, we'll, we'll throw it into that ballpark that it had nothing to do with the show. You have to think that whoever is running the game down there yeah. uh, is now on their toes because they are automatically the suspects, right? Like, Of course. Automatically, yeah. somebody has been killed, somebody who was prominent, especially for scout locators and stuff like that. Right. And uh, this sets a precedence for media in this general. Is- yeah, you like know. so. Yeah, like this is going to be handled swiftly and not very gracefully. I, I would assume people weren't going to want answers for this death. Um, people like the show Narcos, but this adds a dose of reality to the whole, you know, story to the whole like that. Like Narcos, what uh, even though it's based on true events and stuff, we obviously know that there are. It's fiction it, 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 to some extent, you know what I mean? Not everything went down exactly the way the show portrays it. Um, sometimes in some areas it was worse, in some areas it was way better. So, uh, you know, the, the, the show is not 100% accurate to history, though it is relatively accurate to history. Um, but it just, like, this is just, it blew my mind, man. It blew my fucking mind. Because I was like, how do you kill a scout locator for the show Narcos, like, I I hope whoever, if this was a hit for the cartel, I hope that dude's dead. Like, I hope that dude, it was because he's stupid. Like, you just put your whole business in jeopardy, bro, right, because yeah. you wanted to kill some guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that was not a smart move. It was just not a fucking smart move at all. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. You're just bringing more scrutiny to the area, more cameras and more more questions. You know, for a place that's that's supposed to be mostly abandoned. So yeah, I guess as we as we close out that topic, just you know, heart goes out to his family. Obviously, um, you know, I'm sure he had kids, and at 71, he probably had grandkids. So he, he de- yeah, you know, yeah. heart goes out to his family. I'm sorry you guys have to go through this. Uh, he was a, he he seemed at least from his career, uh, you know, he seemed like a. a, 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 a veteran accomplished guy, yeah. an accomplished guy. So for sure. Um, it's just horrible, man. It's fucking it's like mm. the show just got way realer than they wanted it to be for damn sure. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel bad for, yeah, it's, it's it doesn't bode well for anybody on either side. I don't think, I think a war just got started over that death, but yeah. anyway, we shall see where it goes. Developing news. Anyway, uh, last thing we're going to cover here is some gaming news here. Um, so, this is uh so Valve has from what I understand well from what I can remember uh Valve definitely has a community if yeah Valve is like the um gaming like the their um I guess app if you want to call it where gamers can go and buy games for their PC along with that it has a social element um where the Valve community can get together and you can leave they allow you to leave reviews and stuff like that on video games um and for a long time there really seemed to be no sort of like hardcore ban hammer regulations around this sort of thing and in the past there've been these things called review bombing where uh you know if a certain community because there are communities within the community so valve and the steam community i should say um where people can just go and leave like terrible reviews for um for a game which will essentially 
like in a way kind of like downvote their games and it won't show up in their rankings and then other gamers who don't leave reviews or whatever who just wants to look at games or play games won't see it so it kind of kills the game and its notoriety and it's like um overall ability to make money and so they've um just came out well i wouldn't say just came out but i think it's been out for a little while where they're testing this um way to uh, make sure that the reviews that are being given to a specific game is fair, you know, and not like, um, you know, just rampant. Like one day you just see a spike of negative reviews for no reason. And it just keeps going that way um, out of nowhere when you've been getting like a consistent, okay, or mixed or really cool reviews and stuff like that. So, and I think um, they're they're trying to figure out a way to like how to regulate that, and maybe maybe even ban people from giving reviews, or maybe ban you from the whole platform, you know. So yeah, that's what they're doing. Uh, what do you think about this? Now, you think they're like it's a good thing they're doing, or? Yeah, I think uh, they, basically what they're what they're going to do, the system that they're going to be implementing. Um, and, and just so we're clear, so people know what review bombing is exactly, is, is basically uh, if me and Lance had a huge following under us and uh, some company pissed us off because they wouldn't give us preview copies of a game or because mm. uh, we got the game and we personally didn't like it and we went and told this group, hey guys, hey, 100 to 1,000 people, we need you guys to go on Steam and just write a bad review for this game. Um, yeah. And that's what review bombing is. So that does happen. That It's unfortunate, but trolls gather in numbers these days and will try <laughs> to uh, degrade a game um, for nothing more than personal satisfaction. They're not degrading. Most of the time, these, these review bombs are not due to the game actually being bad it's just because they got burned in some form or another and they want to take their anger out on this game so the way valve is going to fight this is instead of seeing the latest reviews on something or instead of steam telling you that recently it's been horrible reviews what they're going to do is for every game now they're going to start showing a timeline of the reviews they're going to show a graph of when the game came out to the current date and how the reviews have gone for it since. So, um, basically, what that means is if you you know see mostly positive reviews for the game, and then all of a sudden a huge negative spike, that's probably a review bomb. That can help you as a as a customer factor in. Okay, so it probably just got review bombed right here. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt because all this other, you know, feedback beforehand was positive. Um, whereas if you see something now, I will say this, and I said this before the podcast is sometimes with games like with MMOs and stuff like that, we see mm. these we see these games come out that start out relatively good mm -hmm. or at least their fan base has started to accept how this game does their stuff or whatever. And then the company, the devs, whoever makes these decisions will make some decision that fucks the game. There are sometimes that that just happens. And we see that a lot with these free MMOs. If you go on Steam and you go to the free game section, 90% of those free games are MMOs. 
And that's simply because they're just, uh, they're the easiest to have a free to play model because it's most, most of them are pay to win at some point. They don't start off that way. They usually end up having to go that way when the revenue isn't coming in to keep the servers online. Right? So I feel bad for these companies, but at the same time, some of them are fucking their games from the get, you know, and, and they deserve these bad reviews is what I'm saying. So sometimes you'll see a spike in bad reviews. That's legit that this game just did something that made the game horrible for the player base and those deserve to be legit reviews you know what i mean and i love the way that uh, i guess this goes back to me liking the way that that valve is handling this by saying we're going to show you the timeline of all the reviews for every game up front like up front right under the game as you're scrolling down you will see the timeline of reviews so you will know, you know, if this is something that has downgraded over time or if there was just a huge one-time spike of bad reviews. It'll help you in your your purchasing process. And I think, I really think Valve did a good job, man. Valve, who, they have good people working at Valve. They come up with, with uh, acceptable solutions more than not. You know what I mean? So um, I stand by them on that. I think they, they handled that well as far as, you know, so you will see that in Steam. If you're a Steam user, you will now start seeing a graph soon of the actual timeline for reviews. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, so I hope that helps you with your purchase as far as knowing. Um, do, do, do you do that, Lance? Like, because I do that. When I'm on Steam and, and I'm looking through games, you know, if I see a game that has even mixed reviews, I'm, I, I'm automatically like cautious towards it, right? I'm automatically like, anyway so yeah i i definitely um look at uh reviews for games especially ones that i'm unfamiliar with um like if i don't know really much about it or whatnot i would definitely like go down and look at the different what people are saying and see how it would run because it's pc games so you know some pc games are just buggy as fuck <laughs> i don't run well um so i look for that sort of thing and um it helps me out a whole lot, you know. Um, even and even and even with games that are like that are supposedly triple A titles, I still look at reviews, you know, because um, and and I like how you you get that kind of unfiltered review thing from people in the community, mm-hmm. and that someone who's paid to do so. I'm not saying that paid reviewers are sucky. I'm just saying, you know, I, I like to see a more of a, uh, I guess, an outsider view on what they think the game is. You know, versus somebody who's like, you know, in the industry, because uh, it gives me a bit more of a realistic view. Well, when opinion. I look at when I look at Steam reviews, I tend to um, I tend to look specifically at what I'm trying to get out of the game. And I, I mean that in the sense of if I'm buying a game um, for me and my buddies to play, if I'm buying a game that we're about to do co-op. Uh, I'll go look in the reviews and see what the people actually say about the co-op. Like, um, you know, if if the game is great, I, like there's there have been games where I've seen in the reviews it says the game's awesome, but the co-op sucks because this, 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 and this. And if I'm buying the game just for the co-op, it's like, okay, well, I can root that out because, you know, if the co-op sucks on it, then it's all for not. You know what I mean? I'm not buying it to play it by myself. I'm buying it to play with my buddies. Mm. So that's another reason why I just I, I personally like Steam reviews, um, and it's it sucks to see them abused like that because you know it, it's just it's 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 
again, it's just trolls being trolls, man. This goes back to the fucking our first topic with or or second topic with TBH. It's just trolls yeah. being trolls, man. Like. And, to and be honest, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that, that, they might as well start all those bad reviews with TBH. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how we could just know you're full of shit with your with your whatever comes out after that. Um, but anyway, it, yeah. So good on Valve for you know for for spearheading this and seemingly doing the right thing in. Um, showing you the like i said the timeline of reviews uh it'll just help you make better decisions if you're like me and lance and rely on those steam reviews <laughs> to help inform your decision of buying you know what I mean? yes yeah so, you can check that out <laughs> um but yeah uh good luck to steam and this new endeavor <laughs> as, I, as i call it um i hope it actually works out i i mean it seems like this is a really good way of you know, working out the kinks with this sort of thing. Um, Cause I can't really think of any other way besides just not allowing people to do reviews, <laughs> you know? Um, and I don't think steam was um, down for that sort of. Yeah, uh, no, thing. they weren't good. Yeah. You, you can't restrict that, especially after that's been such a backbone to your, your system yeah. for a long time. You know what I mean? So I think they did a good job. Like good. My, my hat goes off to whoever came up with the idea for the timeline, because that is a, it's flat out just being honest with your customers. Like if it's yeah. been shitty since the get go, you'll know. If it's yeah. been good since the get go, and then all of a sudden somebody drops a huge bunch of negative reviews on it, well then you'll know that too. So right, yeah, good, good for them. I think this is a, a good way to weed that out. So mm. yeah, so we shall see. Uh, anyway, um, this brings us to the end of the episode. If you want to hear more or, or the different um, episodes, you know, our archive episodes or later episodes, um, you can check out Pondering Nerds Cast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Um, you can also find this episode, uh, all our most of our episodes, on GameRebellion.com. Check out their community there. They got a great community too, and they do a lot of reviews as well. Like, you know, um, so definitely check out their writings, check out what they're talking about there. There's other podcasts there as well. Very cool website. Um, you know, and you know, check us out as well on Twitter. You know, well, we always put our Twitter handles at the bottom, but whatever. Um, but you know, until next time, guys, we really appreciate you for listening and bye for now. Take it easy, y'all. Three C cells. Leader.